giving you our sermon this morning, and I thought there's no better way to start our holiday week with a sermon on how to survive the holidays with your relatives. <laughs> so we are going to talk about how you're going to get through this week, and oh, I'm sorry, that's not the right sermon title. Today we're going to talk about gratitude and thankfulness, and I'd like to define both of those words. One of the things that was drilled into the back of my skull at LCU was that words matter and how we define things matter. So this is what we're going to work off today. So gratitude is the quality of being thankful, a readiness to show appreciation and return kindness. So we're going to show appreciation and return that kindness, right? It's not just about being thankful, but returning that kindness. Thankfulness is being pleased and relieved. Man, the feeling of relief, right? That is, that is something that is uh, sought after in many different places, right? When you are relieved of a situation, that's something. So expressing gratitude or relief, right? So thankfulness is returning that kindness, showing appreciation, and a sense of relief, okay? So that is what we are going to work off of this morning. We've created this world where every um, month has some kind of feeling attached to it, right? So when we get to January, it's new beginnings, right? New Year's resolutions, we're going to set goals for the year, we're going to not complete them by week two, and then we're going to be done. Oh, sorry, no, we're going to have new, uh, new beginnings, new goals. February is love, right? We have Valentine's Day, we show our um, significant others kindness, we show our kids some love, we get them some chocolates and some different things. July is star-spangled freedom, right? We've got every flag, every, everything is red, white, and blue. I've got a pair of red, white, and blue swim trunks, like, and they come out in July, right? Man, that is, that is freedom month. October is pumpkin spice. There is nothing better than pumpkin spice month of October, where everything is pumpkin spice, from your bread to your latte. And then we get to November, and November is our month of thankfulness, right? We have all these different things that come out in November. The children's ministry and the youth, if you go back to our family ministry board, there is a gratitude resource on how to help show your kids some gratitude. Academy Elementary School sent home a gratitude resource on how to show, how to work on gratitude with your kids. I got that in Asher's little folder, right? We have all these different things. We've got service projects. We have a coat drive, right? We're donating things this time of year. We had a coat drive. We've got a Christmas store coming up. It's that time of we're giving back. We're, we're thankful. You know, a lot of people used to do these things on social media. They did 30 days of thankfulness, where every day on social media, they would put something that they were thankful for. I made my mom's uh, day 13 in November 13, 2013. She said, I'm tho- so thankful for my first, bun- I can't talk, my firstborn son, Vince. And I read this post, and in 2013, I was still in college. I'd been married for not even a full year at that point. We were about to have our first year anniversary. And I just thought, thanks, Mom. Really appreciate you kind of blasting me on social media there. That's, that's fine. I look back at it today, and uh, I hope she still feels this way, right? I, I hope she is still thankful for me, and I hope that um, I'm as awesome of a children's minister as she thought I was going to be, right? So we have this whole month of thankfulness, and then we follow it up with Black Friday. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> We've, we follow it up where we, we go and we get all these deals, and this year, this year is kind of a fun year, 
a lot of stores are actually closed on Thanksgiving Day. A lot of stores are not opening crazy early on Black Friday like they used to do. And I hope to not hear of any more stories of people being trampled for a television, right? So we have these kind of opposing holidays, and so much so that we've come up with a new holiday. It's Give Back Tuesday, right? So after we go and uh, we spend all the money on our credit card on Friday, on Tuesday, we can go spend the rest of it and give back to a charity. So we have all these different things. So I want to talk about why today. Why is it important to be thankful? What's the purpose? Why, why should I say thank you? Why should I say thank you to the Lord? What is the point? And we're going to go through a lot of different scripture to get there, and we're not going to look at these large pieces of scripture. We're just going to take a couple chunks at a time, and we're going to start in everybody's favorite book of the Bible, Leviticus, right? Everybody loves Leviticus? Yeah, there we go. We got a yeah in the back. No, so Leviticus is this book of rules in the Old Testament, and it has, if you want to know something about a rule, it's probably in Leviticus. It'll tell you how the Israelites lived, and we're not going to focus on the um, details of this rule. I just want to focus on the idea of this passage here. So let's look at this. This is the law of the peace offering sacrifice, which he or the offerer is to present to the Lord. If the offerer presents it on the account of thanksgiving, along with the thank offering sacrifice, he must present all these different things (laughs) in in a very specific way. He must present this grain offering in addition to these loaves, leavened bread, to accompany the sacrifice of his thanksgiving peace offering. So we're not going to get caught up in the unleavened this and the unleavened that, but all I want to point out here is all the way back in Leviticus, when we get this first set of rules for the Israelites, right? We've got this whole set of how to live. There is this idea of giving thanks. There is a thank offering. So we can take this scripture, and all we want to point out here is giving thanks has been important for a very long time. The Israelites have been doing it since pretty much the beginning, right? There's not much that comes before Leviticus. (laughs) And so since the very beginning, we have giving thanks, right? And we have this whole uh, concept of how to give thanks in the Israelites' time. So we're going to jump way ahead now. We're going to jump to Luke, and we're going to jump to Jesus. And in this passage, Jesus is healing people. And not everybody returns to say thank you to the Lord. And I want you to pay close attention to what Jesus says at the very end here. Now on the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance, raised their voices, and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went along, they were cleansed. Then one, one of them, when he saw he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He fell with his face to the ground at Jesus' feet and thanked him. This man wasn't even an Israelite. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said, were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to turn back and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to the man, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. 
So while all ten men were healed, the one man that returned to Christ and said, thank you, praise be to God for what you have done for me. He didn't say that Jesus had made him well. Jesus didn't say, I made you well. He says, your faith has made you well. So we're going to point this part out. Giving thanks is a part of our faith. If we believe in Christ Jesus, giving thanks is a part of our every day. Now, we still have yet to answer the why question, right? We, have, we know it's been important for a long time. We know, based on Jesus' words here, that it is a part of our faith. It's something we should be doing, but we are still missing that ever-important question of why, or even why not, right? So let's go to Paul. Paul gives us a great answer to both of these questions of why and what happens if we don't. Why not, right? So in 1 Thessalonians, Paul gives final instructions to the people of Thessalonica. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who labor among you, preside over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them most highly in love because of the work. Be at peace among yourselves, among yourselves. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, admonish the undisciplined, comfort the discouraged, help the weak, be patient toward all. See that no one pays back evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good for one another and for all. Always rejoice, constantly pray, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We'll stop right there. It's not just that giving thanks is a part of our faith. It's not just that it's important. This is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. Among other things, one of the things that God wills for us as Jesus followers is to give thanks in everything and in all situations. And Paul, we, we're going to jump to Romans here. He gives us an answer of, what if we don't give thanks? What if we choose not to? Right? So let's jump to Romans. So giving thanks is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. In Romans. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of people who suppress the truth by their unrighteousness. Because what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen because they understood through what has been made. So people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God or give him thanks, but they became futile in their thoughts and their senseless hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools. So that's our answer, right? Not giving thanks darkens our hearts and makes us fools. To know God and not give thanks for the things in our lives to God is foolish. So there's our why. There's this, this is it. This is why we give thanks. It's a part of our faith. It is important to us. It is God's will for us as Jesus followers. And to not give thanks and know who God is because of what he has created is foolish. And so the question becomes, how do you give thanks in everything? 
Because an everything means the stuff that isn't fun. It means the stuff that is miserable at best. And so uh, I'm going to tell you a story. And I'm going to apologize in advance if I can't make it all the way through this story. But in 2015, I was selling cars. And Michael Ann was finishing her Bachelor's of Nursing at LCU. We were living in a little apartment in Lubbock, and we decided that it was time to start trying for our very first baby. On Mother's Day of 2015, we called our parents with a positive pregnancy test. We were so excited, and we had no idea what was in store for us. And at this point, Michael Ann was no more than maybe four to six weeks pregnant. We had found out extremely early, and we were so, so excited. We told everyone, everyone we knew, we were having a baby. It was exciting. About two weeks later, around five o'clock, Emma called me in pain and in tears. We didn't know what was going on. Uh, we, I kind of ran, I think I yelled at my boss. I don't actually know exactly what I told him, but said I was leaving. And I left. I got home. I took MA, and we went to the ER. And we sat maybe 20 minutes. It felt like a lifetime. It felt like we were sitting there forever. But it was maybe only, only 20 minutes. And the doctor came in, checked her out. And it was at that point that our first baby had died. Michael Ann had miscarried and we had lost our very first child before we even knew if it was a he or a her, before we knew anything about that baby. And the world stopped. It kept spinning for everybody else. But our world was shattered. We had told so many people, we had to go back and say, just kidding, we're not actually having a baby. There, there was no thanks to God on this day. There were only questions. There was only, why did this happen to us? Why did we lose our child? It was anger and fear and frustration, and there was nothing fun about it. I don't know how to give thanks in that situation. I didn't give thanks in that situation. We just, we just prayed. We just, we just said, why? Well, what are we doing? What did we do wrong? What happened? And the Lord, in his blessings, gave us Asher, not more than a month later. And I don't know what we missed with our first child. I don't know what we missed from getting to know who that person was going to be. But I do know that we were ever, ever vigilant during Asher's pregnancy every step of the way and every pregnancy since then. I do know that the Lord has blessed us with many children, a fourth due here in just a few months. And I do know that giving thanks in these moments... I can't tell you how to do it. 
because I know that I didn't do it. But I know in, in God's will, in his knowledge, and in his time, everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out. So I don't, I don't know how to give thanks when your world shatters. When you've fought with your family and no one gathers for Thanksgiving anymore. When you or your family member is diagnosed with cancer. When you lose your job in a pandemic. When riots take place and people are injured or killed and your country is in pain. I don't know how to give thanks. I just know we're supposed to. I know that it is God's will for us to give thanks. And it is a part of our faith. Hebrews tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And I am sure that I hope for the return of Christ Jesus. And I am certain that he will come back one day. And so as Christ followers, we have to have thanks. And we must give thanks in everything we do. So I'd like to ask you a question. And I'll close with this question. If you only had the things and the people you gave thanks to God for, who and what would you have today? At this time, some of our elders and our shepherds will be available up front. If you need to give your life to Christ, if you need prayer, if you are in just in need to talk to somebody, now is the time. Thurman is going to lead us in praise of a few more songs and to give thanks to the one true God in everything we do.